baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up, and your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. Good morning, good morning, good morning, everybody. It's 910 WTIC News Talk 1080. This is the Will Marotti Show. Your host, Will Marotti. Matt Sarois back in the saddle again, behind the master control board, making sure the timing and tempo of the show is on and taking your calls, 860-522-9842. And uh, we are uh, right at the uh, uh, 9-11 moment. So let's take a moment and focus our thoughts together, shall we? Heavenly Father, God of Abraham, God of Isaac, God of Jacob, we thank you for another day of life, another day to enjoy your creation, another day to be about and do the things we need to do and want to do, and we're grateful, God, for so much, your your mercy, your uh, care for us, how you provide for us, your forgiveness, your patience, all those things, God, we're so, uh, we're so fortunate, and we're fortunate to live in this country, and we are grateful for the freedom and liberty that we have, and we have had. We pray that it would continue and you would protect that. We thank you for all of the um, brave men and women who serve to protect and defend uh, in our armed forces. We pray for safety for them, comfort for their families, pray for our first responders today, our our police, uh, our firefighters, EMTs. Tough being, uh, tough serving the public today and, and uh, we ask for your your watch over them. We also pray for our leaders. We pray for wisdom. We pray for uh, divine turnarounds and uh, some that might have bad policies, some others that may not have the best interests of the voters and taxpayers and residents in mind. And so that's, uh, we need your help. We thank you for TIC. Thanks for being on the air today. And uh, guide us and direct us. We do thanks and praise in Jesus' name. Amen. Can I get an amen out there? Um, you can submit social uh, on social media. You can submit your amens on Instagram, Facebook, LinkedIn, Twitter. Same handle, all four accounts, at Will Marotti. Or you may email me at willmarotti at yahoo.com. And a um, couple of quick stories I want to jump into. I didn't get a chance to tackle yesterday one's extremely current because of something that happened yesterday but let's talk about uh, two things first of all you know there biden's not president biden's not a big believer in the wall apparently and democrats in general aren't big believers in in walls and i don't know why because walls are the are the things that for millennia countries places have been using to to protect their boundaries um and it seems to me it's a great help to Border Patrol people to have a physical structure that people have to somehow get over, get under, go, get around to get through. It slows them up uh, in, in addition to camera systems and drones and all those things that we can use. But I think the wall is the first line of defense against illegal aliens and border intrusion. But apparently walls aren't good for countries. They are good for presidents. Um, President Biden uh, has begun and has under construction a security fence around the Commander-in-Chief's beach house. 
It actually won't be done until the spring of, of 2023. Uh, while there's no cost to the taxpayers, the project has already cost uh, $35,000. Um, Department of Homeland Security initially doled out $465,000 in September 2021 to Delaware-based construction company to uh, Turnstone Holdings LLC for the purchase and installation of the security while at Biden's Rehoboth Beach Home, according to USSpending.gov. Now the cost is... Hmm. Uh, wow. So this is all taxpayer money. The cost has grown out to over $500,000, the New York Post reports, thanks to additional hardware changes since the initial contract was rewarded. So for a beach house, not the primary residence, not second, a beach house, uh, we're spending 500000 plus to put a security wall, security fence around Joe Biden's beach house in Delaware. Now, why is that? Nancy Pelosi, you know, has, a, has an epic wall around her house in California. Others uh, are, are that way as well. Why, why is it a wall? Why a wall is a good idea? Why is it a good idea for the president, the speaker of the house? But it's a bad idea for our southern border. Why? Help me understand that. Democrats, are you a Democrat? Are you listening? Are you pulling your hair out right now because I'm talking about this? I hope. Call. Explain to me why it's good for the president and the Speaker of the House to have a, not a fence. I got a fence around my yard, mostly to keep the beagles in, not intruders out. But why is it okay for the president to spend a half a million dollars of taxpayer money to put a fence security wall around his beach house? His beach house. But we shouldn't protect our southern border with as much security. Doesn't make sense to me at all. 860-522-9842. Now, this is very current, and it's California declaring war in the fast food industry. Um, and by the way, this was just signed yesterday by Governor Gavin Newsom. It's called Bill AB257, establishes a fast food council as part of the State Department of Industrial Affairs. And uh, there's a lot of things that are going on. Uh, for instance, um, uh, the, the, the uh, council has, would raise uh, food waging, waging, um, wages to $22 initially um, for working and fast food restaurants. That's right. You know, I don't know about you, but remember when, when you were in school, in high school or wherever, college even, and, and people would work at, you know, fast food. I, I remember Subway. Subway was the big place everybody wanted to work when I was in school. And then it, it, it advanced to McDonald's and Burger King and Kentucky Fried Chicken. But those were always minimum wage jobs, and they were low-paying jobs. They weren't intended to be a career, right? Now, if you wanted to stay there, work your way up. I know people that have. That's fine. But this is, this is um, one study by economists at the University of Riverside, California Riverside, estimates the legislation would eventually raise labor costs by as much as 60%, which would increase fast food prices by 20%. At a time when the labor market's extremely tight, there's also a spillover effect from rising labor costs to other retail industries. California, this is what they do. Statewide minimum wage already 15. Uh Unbelievable. Organized labor has spent $5 million lobbying the governor in favor of the new bill. 
organized labor unions. This is this is what you get in California, and, and we could be that here. We could be that here too. By 2035, we're not going to sell electric cars because California's not. And so why should we just not follow suit on that? Does that make sense to you? I don't know. Does it make sense to you? Now, this hot off the press today. Governor Gavin Newsom on Monday signed a landmark bill that expands power and protections for fast food restaurants despite opposition from restaurants owners owners who warned it would drive up consumer costs. Yep. He signed it into law. Unbelievable. Well, you know, tell me that there's not a war on, and I would say nationally, not just in California. Say, Tell me there's not a war on small business. I think they'd like to eliminate small business, Democrats. I think they really would. doesn't make any sense at all. There's another riff that's, that's really going on right now uh, in the power, the world of energy. And I'll, I'll never forget, I shared this with you a few weeks ago. I'll never forget reading, uh, watching a documentary on CNN about the transition to green power. This is probably four, four years ago when I saw this. And the, the, the guest on the show was either one of or the founder of Greenpeace, you know, whatever the organization is. So, you know, blocks the hunting of uh, fishing of fish and all kinds of stuff. <laughs> I don't know. And, and they were saying, well, you know, solar is a good option and, 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 Winds are good, but but we don't we don't have enough. We're not going to have enough for decades. They don't have the technology to produce enough power. Plus, you're dependent on wind. You're dependent on sunlight. All those things. And the guy from Greenpeace said, "Well, if 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 the environmental movement was really serious about net zero emissions, we would fire up nuclear power plants. That is the only technology available right now that uh, readily available that would produce the power we need." with the, the drop in quote-unquote greenhouse gases we need or want or desire or dream about. Well, you can only imagine what's happening in the world of, of environmentalists. Um, there's a rally outside the United Nations, the, the, their climate change summit that they had this last year in Glasgow, and they were very upset about it. People were very upset about people talking nuclear. Now, now, in Toronto, uh, an emergency room doctor who runs Canadians for Nuclear Energy, it's a group of about 50 environmentalists who believe nuclear is needed to, to reach zero net carbon, he said. And an inordinate amount of time and energy in, in the rear guard battling against environmentalists, you know, whose goals are broadly shared in terms of taking aggressive climate action. So the people are fighting his group, and, and, and he thinks it's a waste of time. UK, France, and Canada have pledged to increase their nuclear power capacity as an alternative to, to Russian energy. <clears throat> Mr. Kiefer, Dr. Kiefer, who, a nuclear energy advocate, says he was heckled at the climate demonstrations. Mm -hmm. Well, what do you think about nuclear? I, I think, again, I... I uh, I've talked about hydrogen. I know several of you have mocked me for talking about hydrogen. But the fact of the matter is, hydrogen is an inexhaustible element. The byproduct of hydrogen, hydrogen-powered fuel cells, hydrogen motors, 
the byproduct of hydrogen is is water vapor and oxygen. That's what they emit. Very very toxic. Water vapor and oxygen. The only problem, and it's a big one. It's I'm not saying it's an, it's a little problem, but I think it's a solvable problem. With with hydrogen is the harvesting of it. It takes too long. It costs too much. And 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 what you a lot of people use to harvest hydrogen ends up putting more emissions back into the air. So if that's the goal, then we're not there yet. But there is a, another process of electrolysis that really does work. It just isn't, we haven't found a, the secret sauce yet to build it up so that we can have mass amounts of hydrogen harvest and stored and, and, and being able to use that. But I think hydrogen is the way to go. But I'm not against nuclear either. I think nuclear, I've always been for nuclear, and I don't think it's a bad, uh, I mean, certainly probably less problems with nuclear, spent nuclear rods or, or um, the hydrogen fuel cells once they finally, after years, diminish in capacity. There's way less problem getting rid of those than there is with lithium batteries. Lithium batteries far more toxic to the environment. So anyway, 860-522-9842. All right, listen, it's all Caller Wednesday. Only your calls today. We have no outside scheduled guests. If you'd like to call in, this is your time. Love to take your call. Matt's anxious about it. I'd love to talk to you right here on the Wednesday edition Right after a couple commercials, the Wednesday edition of the Wilm Roddy Show, right here on WTIC News Talk 1080. All right, welcome back. 926 on the uh, all-caller Wednesday edition of the Wilm Roddy Show. I'm busily uh, adding up the amends. There's many, many amends, and I'm trying to get them uh, tallied, so I'll give you a shout-out in the next next half hour. Um, so what do, you think about, what do you think about California? I mean, it just... It defies logic, really, the stuff that they do over there. Um, no no gas-powered cars to be sold after 2035. New. I mean, they'll still have used cars in the market. And apparently, there's a bunch of states, 18, I read the list yesterday, that might follow suit. Guess who? Yeah, we're one of them. We might do it because of some agreement that uh, Daniel Lloyd signed back in the day. Uh, what do you think about that? What do you think about, why is a border wall good for Joe Biden, but it's not good for the country? That's another Another uh, question, and and then what do you think of nuclear power? Are you okay with nuclear power? Or are you or you think that's uh, is it too dangerous? Is it is it not uh, the right right way to go? I don't know. Eight six zero five two two nine eight four two the number. Um, what are the Red Sox doing? Did the Red Sox even play last night? I, I I've lost track of time. I, I just I just want the season to end so badly. Just please, dear God, get us out of this baseball season, please. Um, it just, it's just been so, uh, uh, no, they got crushed by Tampa Bay last night, which makes sense. Tampa Bay is a better team. We're still last place in the American league East. It's embarrassing. It's absolutely embarrassing. 15 games out under 500, we've been consistently under 500. I mean, when you're worse than Baltimore, I mean, gosh, how horrible is that? Just, uh. Painful. Now, remember last week we talked about the Russians. <laughs> the Russians said they were going to close down, for maintenance purposes, the Nord Stream pipeline, which supplies natural gas to Germany. 
Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. In many other places in Europe. Well, it's been closed now for more than a week. The original claim that they needed to do routine inspections. Now they're claiming the inspections real problems. Nobody's buying that story. This from hotair.com. Nobody's buying that story. But even before the recent shutdown, they were pumping less than one quarter of the volume they had been flowing as recently as June. Yesterday, Russians apparently decided to tip off, rip off the mask and say just what I was thinking. The pipeline could be up and running at any time, but we're going to keep it closed entirely until the collective West lifts sanctions against them. There's the truth. So no gas for you guys until, and when they say the collective West, led by the United States, of course. Uh, until we drop our sanctions. Gee, what a shocker that is, right? Who knew? Who knew that's what Russia would do? Closing it down for maintenance. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah. And here again, we were exporting natural gas two and a half years ago. We could be exporting even more of it with techniques like fracking. But we have an anti-fossil fuel administration They won't allow that to happen. 860-522-9842. And we take a news break. We'll be back with more of your calls. All right. Welcome back, everybody. It's 940. Let me give you the first third of the uh, amen list. Thank you to uh, Tanya F., Lori L., uh, Mark M., Homer, Scott O., our second Mark M., two different people, Bill K., Carol L., Uphill Dave, Mysterious WBD, Rudy from Florida, Chocolate, Tom B, Marlene B, Mike M, William W, Lori M, Lisa T, JW, MW, Wendy A, and Chris P. I'll give you more uh, after the break. Let's go. Uh, speak of the devil, Rudy in Florida. <laughs> How dare you call me a devil? <laughs> How you doing, oh, sir? My, you know, I'm becoming a big Tampa fan between the Lightning and the Rays. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I grew up in Chicago. I've always been a Blackhawks Cub fan, but uh, the Rays are such an exciting young baseball team, and they've been in the playoffs like the last six years. Aren't they? And name one player on that team. Nobody could do it. No, it's it's it's. Isn't that funny? You you have that kind of success, and and still uh, nobody. Nobody else. They're gone. Killmeyer's on the DL. Austin Meadows got traded. they had two Cy Young winners, Charlie Morton, and uh, I forgot the young kid, and they both got traded. And it's like it's a bunch of like Triple A baseball players playing above their their heads. Well, that's like the Red Sox, a bunch of Triple A baseball players, but they're not playing above their heads. <laughs> no, they're a bunch of major league players on multi million dollar contracts that need to be sent down. For sure. I mean, I I tell people all the time, don't make fun of the Red Sox. They're the best minor league team in baseball in major leagues, but I don't think it is true anymore. Um, but uh, I call it about energy. Like this whole energy thing is a personal liberty stripping agenda. 
you know, California outlawing gasoline cars, Connecticut's next. Um, they're focusing on battery, battery technology. Yep. Where to build these batteries, we're stripping the earth, and there's nowhere to put them when they're done. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Small you know, problem, minor. You got Fritz the Cat out there, and uh, he actually converted his car to um, propane. Yeah. It's clean burning. Cleaner. Cleaner, right. But why aren't we using hydrogen, nuclear, propane? Why do we have to strip the earth of cobalt and other minerals to build these batteries that we can't dispose of to, to the damage and the carbon and every, everything we're doing in the environment to build these cars? Yeah. The cars don't pay it back. Not at all. And, and it's going to put even a greater strain on an already weakened electrical grid. It, it's just, it right. doesn't make sense. I read an article that said Tesla, you have to drive your Tesla 10 years yeah. to break even on the damage to the environment. But those batteries, that's with those batteries yeah. that only average four years. Oh, You're not going to get 10 years out of those batteries. So a second set of those, you're never going to fix the environment by driving an electric car. They're not efficient. Well, it, it depends. It depends on what the electric car is powered by. For instance, if the electric car is powered by a hydrogen fuel cell, the savings are enormous. You're charging battery. You're, you're you're replacing hydrogen. Uh, typically, three minute charge, three minute refill, possibly five if, if you're on quote unquote fumes. Um, we have that technology. We we're getting it. We're getting there. There are cars. There are there are hydrogen motors. There's there's hydrogen filling stations around the country. Very few. I mean, we're 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 crawling there. Somebody has to have the breakthrough, the breakthrough on the electrolysis process that gives us the ability to harvest large amounts of hydrogen quickly. When that happens, and it will happen, hydrogen's a game changer. Pastor Will, let me ask this: What's the biggest thing they're trying to control right now? What molecule? Carbon, uh, car right? carbon, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> right. And what's the biggest thing going on across the world? It's in New England. It's in California. It's yeah. in Africa. There's major droughts, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Carbon being eaten by trees is a process of creating water. Well, I, I certainly so, hope we're not creating our own drought problems here. Well, if we're cutting back on carbon and the trees aren't converting carbon to water, which is what they do, um, how do you explain all these droughts? I don't, I don't do you know. explain there's not been a hurricane this year and we're in September? Yeah. Well, I tell you, we got, we got seven inches of rain here last two days. So, I mean, you know, I mean, there's no drought here. I mean, there, I mean, it has been all summer, clearly. Yeah, um, but the FDA has but, all of Connecticut and Massachusetts and Rhode Island under drought warning. I, I don't know what's causing the drought. I will say this. I mean, there's obviously the climate has been changing for thousands of years. It's not a new story. Um, I, I read a story this morning on the, the Great Salt Lake in Utah, and, and that's and that's drying up. It is absolutely drying up. And But they don't think it's climate change that's doing it as much as new development and great, much greater water requirement draining off the tributaries that feed the salt lake well but our plant life our trees everything needs carbon they, they convert well, it. that's why that's why if you ever watch star trek you know that we're carbon-based people are carbon-based creatures 
Everything's right. carbon. That's what I'm right. saying. I, they're chasing. Carbon. They're chasing the wrong problem. Cutting carbon is going to hurt the human race, and they have everyone bought into. You need to be carbon neutral. You need to be carbon this, carbon that. Yeah. Carbon's not the problem. No, I, no, Democrats are the problem. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> because you can't fight Mother Nature. No, you you can't no. fight the weather. You can't control the weather. Mm-hmm. And it's like it's it's ridiculous. And forcing us to go on electric cars and this and that, it's just another tax. Yeah. Who can afford a sixty thousand dollar car right now? But again, you you look look Rudy over the last hundred years of the the buildup of civilization of of communities of business uh, in the West, whether it's whether it's California, or Utah, or Nevada, Lake Mead, um, the water demand is is enormous, and you know they they've kind of done it to themselves. I think I, I really think they have, but. Um, Let's blame it on. Don't blame it on us. Blame it on something else. Oh, it's climate change. That's what's doing. Well, okay. I, I'm scared about Florida with our population growth. I oh, keep gosh. saying we're going to run out of water down here because yeah. we're growing so fast, and there's only so much water. Well, that's another thing somebody needs to figure out too. I mean, they they have water desalination, but I mean, it need to, it needs to be figured out where it can be done quickly and very efficiently. And, right. and why do neither they do it true. all over the Middle East and Asia desalinization? Yeah. We don't do it here. Well, you should. You absolutely should. And you ought to start tomorrow. You absolutely should. There's no question about it. it, it it's it's going to be a growing. It's rising. a growing problem, Rudy. It's a growing problem. If the oceans are rising, desalinate and consume that water to keep the oceans down. Thank you. And then Thank you. President Obama's mansion won't be underwater on Martha's Vineyard. A- amen. Exactly. We we'll have to put some floats around. I have to put some floaties. Hopefully we'll hear from our greenie <laughs> friends so he can correct anything I said wrong. I, I hope so. I hope I hope we have some environmental people calling in, but I, I don't think it's climate change. I think it's it's over build out that's causing these water problems in some it's of these Democrat western hysteria. states. Yeah. But again, it's Democrats are Democrats are an existential threat to the existence of the United States. There's no are question about it. Rudy, they, I gotta let you go for a break. Thank you so much as always. All right, gonna take a break, couple commercials. We'll come back with your calls, eight six oh five two two nine eight four two. And I'll give you another another shout out for the Amen list. I'll get back. All right, I'm still busy tallying the Amen, so I will get back to you and uh, we'll get you a shout out here soon. Let's uh, let's go to a call eight six zero five two two. Let's eight six zero five two two nine eight four two. Let's go to Cheshire and Rick. Rick, welcome to the show. Pastor Will, good morning. Good morning. I want to make it want to make an observation. You ever notice that the most progressive thing about the Democrat Party is that their policies just keep getting progressively worse for the American people. <laughs> That's the most yeah. progressive thing about them. And the way they do it, it's the, it's the way they've been doing it for 50 plus years. They control the media narrative. They've taken over public schools. The universities in this country are just putting out little activists. And we don't know how we don't, some of us know how to fight back, but the majority don't know how to fight back on right. this. Right. And the, and the more and more I think about it, it's a spiritual battle at its core, because if you don't have principles and morals founded somewhere yeah. that you could be manipulated easily and they're masters at that. Well, I mean, but we're, we're talking about two conflict. The problem is you've got multiple conf- conflicting worldview here, Rick, for the most part, for the most part, Conservatives and there happen to be a lot of conservatives or Republicans 
have have a much more God centered worldview than Democrats do. And so sure. the the policies that come out of that are gonna are gonna obviously be 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 tilted in either direction because everybody's got filters. And so you've got a, a a large portion of people who don't believe in God in the Democrat Party, um, or or believe in God. You know, it's a it's a an acquiescence. They 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 give moral assent to. Oh yeah, there there's a you know there's there's a God. There's a God. But they but they don't have a relationship. They're not close. There's, it's not ongoing. Right. It's not involved anything. They don't consider God in decision making processes. So clearly the the the. The platforms, the positions, the philosophies are vastly different because of their of their core central beliefs. Well, and they're so easily persuaded to change because if you're where do they find their moral compass then? Because a person that has a moral compass from a spiritual perspective, it's much harder for them to pivot off of that. Yeah. Yeah. And if, and if you don't have a moral foundation, then then you're so easily swayed to to these social issues. That while we're freaking out about social issues and this and that, they're wor- they're they're planning their next move to destroy the middle class, yeah. and that, and that's what it's always been about: making it harder for parents to raise their kids. Yeah, and that's what it is, because well, our kids are the next generation. You you see it in almost every turn. They're willing they're willing to sacrifice people, families. They're willing to to uh, sacrifice an entire class of people in terms of economic gain um, for this 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 pipe dream they're chasing this utopia they think is socialism and and maybe they really know it's not a utopia maybe they really knows right. it's it's as screwed as up, up screwed up as the rest was saying but that's what they're going after they know it they know it's it, it's unachievable but it keeps them in power it yeah. keeps that percent and it's such a small percent of people in power and the people that get into politics just to make money they see that's the way to go i need to be a democrat if i want to make money as yeah. a politician yeah. Well, you know, I, I I think one thing that's that's sure when you when you talk about the extreme progressives, and and the wealth that that those people possess, another thing that that is universally true, I I would imagine, is not a lot of them are involved in any kind of organized religion. They're not church going people. They're not going to church. They're not going to synagogue. Right up anything. to the top. Right up. To, I mean, look at our president. Yeah, I mean, I mean, he's you know. he's a quintessential. He talks and says that he's a Catholic. But a lot of his policies and his decisions and his worldviews are not from a from a Catholic standpoint. Well, and, and I'm going to send out an, an email to our church membership today of an article I read this morning. It talked about the four biggest problems with the church, and one of the problems is we're, we're Christians in name only. Amen so if that. if we've got that problem, if that's our problem on our side, imagine what the problem is on the progressive side. They don't even claim to be Christians. They don't claim to be anything. So, you know, it's just uh, we're worlds apart. We're worlds apart. It's almost an un- unbridgeable gap, it feels yeah. like. And it, it, it is almost unbridgeable. If it wasn't for Christ, it would be unbridgeable for sure. So, Rick, thank you for your call. I appreciate it very much. 860-522-9842. Yeah, I mean, worldview is important. You know, do you think there's do you think there's a creator? Do you think you are ultimately responsible to that creator? For your behavior, for your actions, for your your thoughts, your deeds? Do you do you, or do you just think you're on your own? Oh, there's no God. Or or you mouth, oh, yeah, I believe in God. But you believe in God the same way people believe in George Washington, right? He existed, but you're not trusting him for anything. You're not counting on him for anything. That's how a lot of people see God. They know he exists. but but they're not. Or, conversely, they're mad at God, and so they make cases why God doesn't exist. 
or why God is so horrible or mean or rotten, right? But they don't they don't adhere to, to his teachings. They don't try to follow him in any way. And so their behavior is up for grabs because it's make up the rules as you go along. You're your own God. I, I watched the interview here tonight. Apparently there's this group of people that, that are, are um, part of their normal, I don't know, habits or relaxation recreation is licking licking toads and there's a certain kind of toads that excrete a a very powerful uh chemical that is a a psychedelic when it's ingested by people and so they interviewed somebody that's got owns one of these you know these ranches where the people come and lick the toads and you know psych and go go crazy and everything and and they interviewed and said well you know she says well it, it draws you closer to god she said, right? And wisely, the interviewer goes, well, well, you know, what, are you saying that you, you experience God more, more closely? And she goes, oh, yeah, absolutely. And he said, why do you suppose that? He goes, well, she says, because I am God. So when you've gotten to that level, when you think you're God, I mean, there's nowhere else to go but down from there. That's a very dangerous place to be when you think you're God. I'm God. I'm God. Shirley MacLaine. And then I forget that movie where she was on the beach spinning around screaming she's God. Uh, I got news for you, Shirley. You ain't God. <laughs> I know God, and you know God. All right. Uh, we'll take a break. A couple commercials. We'll come back. Second hour. I'll give us some more amen shout outs and uh, more of your calls. 860-522-9842. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up, and your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives. Streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 